Hi, it is now Sunday the 19th of November, but in Zimbabwe it's probably the 20th of November. Um, this is T-Thought, it's me, Meshi. Um, and yeah, I'm just talking about what has happened, I guess. Not necessarily, I don't want to say happened because this story to me is still developing. Like, I haven't had confirmation of anything, but I did write a little essay, maybe article, talking about what we have learned from our leaders. Somebody asked me what we could say that we've learned from our leaders, and I wrote an article talking about the things that I felt that we'd learn and one of the things that I thought was really important that we had been taught was for us to be able to think for ourselves and for us to be able to to be critical thinkers and for us to try to be independent and do for self. Now I woke up and I well I heard that um Mugabe was going to address the nation and the news and the news and people, everybody has been saying that he's going to announce that he's retiring or he's resigning. I felt very skeptical because I wondered if the army had taken over, then why didn't they just get him to resign immediately? There's no point prolonging it, right? People have pretty much been waiting for a long time. So why why draw it out? I had made another, I'd made um, on the last episode, episode I loaded I was talking about how they were afraid that Sadak wouldn't accept them because it wouldn't be a legitimate government but I think that uh sometimes you know what is it the means justifies the actions I don't know the actions justify the means I think something like that so I'm just going to continue on from that like this is what made me skeptical now the initial statement that we had made by the general to me was not very clear he said something about we won't be a colony again and he was quoting Mugabe and he also talked about how like this there is I just realized I'm clicking my pen I apologize how there is supposed to be respect for those that fought in the war that it's the the chaos that's going on in the ZANU PF party is pretty much it doesn't reflect well on the party it doesn't reflect well on the country and that it needed to be under control. Now everybody watched this interview and they felt that he was saying he was giving kicking Mugabe out. When I listened to the interview, that's not what I got from it. I got that he was just making a statement that he's not happy with how things are going. That's different from a challenge. To say, to acknowledge or to bring light to a situation is not to challenge those in the situation. That's how I think. But everybody else convinced me. Actually, they didn't convince me, but I listened to their argument. I always try to listen to the other side of the argument. And I let people convince me that it could be possible that, you know, the army had taken over and they were ready to do what was necessary to remove him. Now, this was last um, Tuesday, maybe last Wednesday, I'm not sure. We're almost a week, I think it was last Monday. I think we're almost a week into it now. Now, it also seemed like he may be asking for something. It seemed like he was leveraging to get something. And from what I heard, his contract was finishing at the end of December. So that's what he may have been negotiating. Once again, speculation, no actual facts. My biggest, 
lesson or problem from this whole situation is just social media and the sensationalism that a lot of news outlets have like participated in. Now, everywhere that you've looked on BBC, I I look at things in detail and I've seen things like, you know, like, like, you know, there was no clear evidence of who was saying what. It was just like pretty much gossip that such and such said this, but we don't know who the such and such, no official people actually said anything. And I kept saying this to people that the, until an official person, which is the general Chiwenga or Mugabe says something, we don't really know exactly what's going on. Because if the general is ready to give the position to somebody else, he should come out and tell us who the next president is going to be. If Mugabe is stepping down, he should also come out and tell us that he's stepping down. But everybody seemed perfectly fine with having no official statements and they just... They went crazy. They were posting their pictures. They had a hashtag, Fresh Start, I believe. Um, there was even a funny like segment, I guess, where there were like Military Bay. It was all fun and games. Everybody felt like this whole thing was locked down and Mugabe was out of here. Me being a pessimist, I guess, I was like, I don't know that a, 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 a dynasty or a, um, a, a somebody that's been in control for 37 years can just get out of power and we're not going to know who the new leader is. That just seems weird to me. So I just continued watching and just, you know, seeing what people were saying. Everybody was saying they were sick of it. Just the usual things, right? They were posting their pictures with no confirmed information, which was fine. Then there was the organization of a march that was called, I'm not sure what the march was called, but they organized a protest. Now, nothing is wrong with organizing a protest. That was fine. The army, who apparently was in charge of the city, the police were sent home, I believe. The army allowed the protest to happen. It was a peaceful protest. Nobody got hurt. It was Saturday, which were, which would have been, I believe, the 18th. They had their protest. People declared that this was the new independence, that Mugabe was gone. And still, I was skeptical because I hadn't had any official statements. Now, organizing a protest. I've been watching the the, the rise of protest everywhere, like, Every time somebody has a problem, they feel like they have to protest. Now, I don't know how long it's been going for, but for me, obviously, I um, I think probably for most black people, the civil rights is where they, I guess, made protesting popular amongst black people. This was like a solution. It was nonviolent. Personally, I don't understand exactly what a protest should do because a lot of the protests that I've seen, you're not asking for what you want. All the people that were on social media that were talking about going to the protest, that were at the protest, they didn't say any terms and conditions. All I saw them do was talk about what they wished would happen, but there was no actual like plan that I saw. When Chiwenga came out and spoke initially, I didn't hear like what the plan was. When people said that they were going to protest, I didn't hear what the plan was, how they were going to change or guarantee their wishes like legally I didn't see that and I didn't understand but I felt like well maybe you know the general came out and said his piece so maybe he had a plan but post-protest I was looking to see other people talking about it people that had said you have to go you have to protest you have to make your voice heard they were saying that they didn't really think that they had achieved anything and I was like, well, how can you have achieved anything when there was no goals? There could have at least been 10 things that they wanted, like 
to be dealt with. You know, they could have talked about, I don't know, like nationalizing certain things to make sure that any money that comes out could go to the people. They could have talked about any number of things. I, I mean, I'm, I'm obviously just talking about the situation, so I don't know what people wanted. I understood that they wanted Mugabe to go, but then what? Or you wanted him to go how? They didn't say how exactly he was going to go. There was some news that a letter is going to be written. He's going to be forced to sign it. It wasn't very clear. There didn't seem to be a lot of planning that went into this. Now, another thing that I noticed was a lot of people, I've been hearing the number that it's about, I don't know, 3 million people that are in the diaspora that are Zimbabwean. It seems to me that there was a lot of noise from people in the diaspora telling people that you should go to the march, you should go to the march, you should participate, you should let it be known, like freedom is coming. And I find this very bizarre because as a person not in Zimbabwe, I can't, Im- I can't encourage anybody to possibly risk their lives when I'm not risking my life. It seems very strange. And what else, what, what I also found strange was a lot of these people that were posting things, talking about, we're going to the march, we're doing this. I haven't really seen them take a stand politically on anything else on their Instagram or their Facebooks or their... Let me not lie, I don't have Facebook, but, you know, I, I do see what other people are posting um, on their WhatsApps. I haven't seen them be political. It seemed like a lot of people hopped on the bandwagon, talking about a new start, and a lot of those people are not in Zimbabwe, so they're not going to suffer the consequences. Yet a lot of the people in Zim were like, okay, like let's like do it. Like Everybody's supporting us. And I think people, like not even just in this situation in particular, I think people have to be very careful of knowing where's that tweet coming from, what is, who's, who's tweeting, who's encouraging me, and... Are they? Do they have as much to lose as I have to lose? Because it seems to me a lot of people are being encouraged on social media, not really knowing what other people are really doing or what other people really believe. And a few weeks ago, I was reading an article that was talking about how ZANU-PF is cracking down on people that are causing trouble on social media and now i'm wondering all the people that are in the diaspora nothing can happen to them right but all the people that like the people that are at home something can happen to them so for me it just felt very reckless it felt like there was no plan it felt like it was reckless and it felt like it left a lot of people per wide now i'm sure some people maybe don't know what that means but it just means they were left in the open it seemed like it left a lot of people vulnerable it seemed like it just seemed poorly planned to me. Now, I heard Mugabe's statement. I tried to listen. I listened to it halfway through one time, and then I listened to the whole thing again. And I did not hear a resignation. It may have been hidden in there somewhere, but, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I didn't hear him resign. I heard him discuss how he's going to be running um, the meeting that they're going to have, and how, you know, there's work to be done, and how, yes, I did hear something that I thought was interesting. There's a section when he goes like, well, I know some people may think that what the army did was a little bit disrespectful, but pretty much it was, they were just trying to make a point across, kind of, which I find interesting, that he's acknowledging that, yes, I've been disrespected, but, you know, I understand what they were doing. I don't think a person that's resigning has to acknowledge that they understand the methods used because if he was resigning, then 
there's no reason for him to have to understand. He he would just be gone, is what I think. So the statement to me seemed like a statement saying I've for me what I understood from the statement, it was a statement that said I understand your concerns. I understand the concerns of everybody in the public about what's going on in ZANU-PF. I understand the concerns of the war veterans that they feel like they're being pushed out when they help to bring the country to where it is. I understand the concerns of the army that they feel like, you know, it's it's too much, like it's chaos in ZANU-PF and that it needs to be under control. I did not understand that he was leaving. I did not understand that the military was taking over. I did not understand that, what is that guy, Chiwenga, I think? No, not Chiwenga, Mnangagwa. I did not understand that Mnangagwa was being reinstated or coming back into office. That part was not made clear to me. And from what I'd heard from the media and from people, it's that he was supposed to be back and he was going to be reinstated and somehow he was going to be president. Now, Again, I, I just want to repeat that this is still going on. Like, the statement has been made, but obviously we'll see as, like, the week progresses. But the way that I've heard people talking about it in the last five days, it seemed like this was a done deal, which I'm, I guess time will tell, but so far it does not seem like it is a done deal. Now, the speech... To me, it just made it seem like, once again, Mugabe is one step ahead of everybody. And even for me to see to see the general sitting next to him, I, I don't know. Like, I I didn't really see that. I didn't see I didn't see what everybody had been talking about. That he's giving up, he's resigning. Furthermore, he didn't sign the letter. He didn't state that he was resigning. So I don't know what that meant. I don't know what the speech meant, but. I do know that what people said it was going to happen does not seem to have happened, but the week is beginning and Congress is apparently going to start, so I guess we'll see what happens. Now, for the other side, I I felt already that even the statement by the general was to, I want to say it was to hype people up in the sense that I do think that people were used because I don't think that... Because when they tried to go to the state house, they were stopped by the army. And if they were marching in support of the army, which is what I also asked people, that why would the army stop people from going where they want to go? But nobody seemed to have... Nobody seemed to have any questions about... Nobody seemed to have any answers about the holes in the plan. And every time I asked, everybody was like, well, you know, it's obvious and... It's not obvious because there was a lot of questions that were just not being asked. Like, what's the point of the march? What are they going to achieve through the march? Who's going to be the president? Because the peop- the candidate that I heard, apparently he's, he's, you know, he's covered in scandal and they may be parts of the country that were not happy about that. So these are just little things that, you know, I'm probably an overthinker and probably should have ignored but right now as we stand after the president's speech i don't think that the questions were invalid because now that he gave a speech people are asking the exact same questions why didn't he resign what was the point of the march what's happening next i would just say to the people that um did go out on the march or that are disappointed in what has happened 
most likely I think the next time that you're organizing and this is not to just do with this protest in particular this is just for all the people that are making protest and organizing things that they think is social change it's not enough for you to get the likes on Instagram and Instagram and Facebook it's not enough to hype and be like oh I was there we're trying to enact change you need to find out how do you get to your the mayor for you stay how do you get to how do you get to to the town council how do you get to to the city council so that when you do these protests you have your terms you have your conditions and you have a way to guarantee that it's followed through because this business of standing in the street and holding papers and just creating missing work pretty much it, it, it's not very beneficial. It didn't really work for Martin Luther King. It does not seem to be working for the Black Lives Matter. It did not seem to work in Zimbabwe. It, it's pointless for people to get themselves together in a group and pretty much just, you know, like, oh, yeah, we're making change. You're not making change because you're not doing the work to find out what exactly do we need to do to make change. Yesterday, for example... I think it would have been really helpful for people, some people to organize and help people when my iPad when not accessibility to Wi-Fi. <coughs> Sorry. <coughs> when my accessibility to Wi-Fi to have set up a stands so that they can help people to register to vote. Sorry, I'm repeating it in English. They should have been helping people to register to vote. They should have been letting people know what they need to do to vote because regardless of this March and whatever this situation is, next year is a voting year. So if I heard that it was thousands of people, if thousands of people were out yesterday, what stopped people from organizing and making sure that people know how to register, how to vote? I'm sure if they had gone to, if they had gone to my local councils, or I'm not sure exactly how people register to vote in Zim, but I did see that there's something that's happening online where you can register online to vote. Why wasn't there like my boots eco organizer so that Van register to vote so that by the time it's next year, people are able to vote at least. Do you know what I mean? They'll be on the voters' wall. That would have been something good that came out of the protest. But right now, all I saw is that people got a few likes on Instagram. They're probably going to have to delete those pictures because now they don't know exactly what's happening. And I just, I don't understand. It seemed like you were used. And other people have probably gotten what they wanted. But like I said, it seems like you people were left provided. You were pretty much used to further my means of other people. And... It doesn't make sense to me. But that's lessons that you could, you know, write it down as the opposition or even those that are in power. They need to learn those lessons too, right? I think what people should take from this is they should probably learn that they have support out there. And this is not just to the people that were at the marches. This is just for anybody. People have to learn that you have to be brave. And I think that, you know, there was bravery in going out there and saying that this is not what I want, knowing that, yeah, not knowing that the outcome, although I don't know if it was bravery or if it was stupidity, I'm sure there's some people that were brave because they knew that maybe this isn't guaranteed and there's some people that were stupid that just went because they didn't do their research and assumed it was done. But I think I have to believe it was bravery for people to come out and post on their pages, except for the people that are doing it for likes, come out and talk about it and say, yo, we have to do something. I just think it was a lesson for the 
opposition or maybe for those that are in Zano to know that you're within our party, maybe there's a different section and we can cater to other people. And for the opposition, maybe listen to the, for the opposition party, I guess that would be MDC or whatever, listen to hear what those people that came out, what are their worries, what are their concerns, how can you bring them over to your side? Do you know what I mean? Like just, I think people should have been out there listening, like what what's your biggest worries? What is it that made you come out? Like what makes you, like, because I, I don't think that, maybe we can be like it's poverty, but you know, people are poor everywhere. So it would have been a good opportunity to register people to vote. It would have been a good opportunity for the opposition to come out and say, okay, you guys are not happy. Maybe how can we make you happy in this party? Because sometimes I think when something negative is happening, we rush to bring the person down or we rush, we like jump on the bandwagon so that we can be like, yes, Munu Jeshua, like, you know, like let's screw them over when instead we should be learning something from it and using that situation to get something that we want. Like, it would have been really cool if everybody that came out yesterday or even half of the people that came out yesterday were registered to vote or were at least informed about how to vote. Do you know what I mean? So instead of just kind of being loud and taking pictures with the soldiers. So, yeah, that's what I think. I think it probably could have been better used. Time.